water, earth, fire, air. Long ago, the four nations lived together in harmony. Then everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Avatar, master of all four elements, could stop them. But when the world needed him most, he pulled some plot armor bullshit that I had to kill Ozai. <laughs> 13 years has passed and my co-host and I discovered one of the most best American shows ever. And I believe that this show can save the world. Yeah, that's all that bullshit. So, <laughs> what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Mike Mack. And it's your boy, the Carolina Smash, Curtis. And welcome to a special episode of the Black Heroes Podcast. Yeah, you, you definitely don't do that. You mad because I changed up the part of what we agreed on. It's, it's fine, though. Compromise. Compromise Whatever. is key. In this episode, we're going to be talking about, as you can tell from the intro, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, I was going to say something. I thought you was going to keep going. I thought that. you was going to take up. All right. Either way. So, since Curtis not paying attention, but this episode, <laughs> like I just said, we're going to be covering Avatar The Last Airbender, talking about the show, characters we like, what do we think about it. Uh, whether or not it was kind of the peak of American animation, I, I mean, I think that show might have been the peak of American animation I mean, for a long time. The fact that people are still talking about it now and the fact that it blew up when it was announced to be on Netflix. 13 years later. And just the fact of like, I mean, when I went back and watched the show, I was like, damn, for something in 2007, this was, this is really clean. It was like, I didn't realize how like mature the show actually was. So I went back and watched it again. Like, that jump was nice, and then the choreography, right. the the elements used, everything was smooth. It was not really that. I, don't really I think they actually use real martial arts to go with each bending style, right? Oh yeah, I mean even still though, like uh, sometimes just with how because like American animation is pretty much labeled by like Family Guy, like, things like the Archer. Simpsons. Yeah, like where they okay. have fights but then it's like these weird animated looking things, especially like nowadays with stuff like how Gumball and all them things, new Cartoon Network I'm shows. Say, is there any American cartoon you could think of that does fight choreography? Besides Teen Titans, even then it's not really It wasn't the best. Yeah, it mainly was Robin. Yeah, but uh Young Justice that's that's good choreography. A lot of the DC things that we got now. I mean, like we we both watched uh, like you know Justice League Justice League movies. They got animated, so those are good. It's that old. There's an old uh, Captain America Marvel movie that was animated. That was really good, especially with the choreography. But even that one had like some frame drops and stuff. But for the uh, most part, yeah, I think really it good. might be the peak. But before we like like so it might be um getting to like the meat of everything. What element would you been? And why? Well, is this the first thing you want to talk about? Because I really want to talk about it. That's weird. Um, <laughs> I mean, I probably have to say firebending because I get to cheat and have two elements. This is true, but at the same time, I don't, I don't know if I can trust you with fire. Uh, you know what um, I mean? If, like forest fires, so it's gonna all oh, stuff is gonna get burned down. All right, so I'm inspired by Ozai. That dude was cut. <laughs> that dude knows so, he's so he's goals. Oh, yeah, actually, low key. Like, I, was, <laughs> like, I was sitting there with um. He had to fight with Zuko, and then, nah, the fight with Aang, and he just threw away all the Phoenix robe stuff. I was like, yeah, that's a whole lot of drip you just burned off. That outfit was nice. I remember when I first saw that, I'm like, dang, this man's cut. I was like, yo, (laughs) bro, what type of nonsense? How's everybody else so damn, aside from the Earthbenders, how's everybody else in the Fire Nation all slim and just sitting there playing with fire? This man has muscles on top of his muscles. this man sitting there built like a goddamn linebacker. Yeah, muscles in places I didn't think. You can get muscles up. Well, then again, though, Iroh did kind of shape it up, too. 
Bro, that prison workout, fam. Zuko ain't doing enough. <laughs> <laughs> this man got the family oh, money is messed up. But you say fire. For me, I say air. Just so I can fly. I just want to fly. A flight. I wouldn't need well, a car. First of all, <laughs> to fly, as they prove the core, you're going to have to, have to, you know, kill your lady and stuff like that. So you're a murderer. That's what you're trying to say. That can't be proven. I plead the fifth on that. So, so you trying to murder people. <laughs> all I'm trying to do is... I mean, you trying to burn everything down to the ground. Nah, bro. I was also I said. I was just trying to be good American citizen. Mm-hmm. Listen to stuff. Protest. That's yeah. how you're supposed to do you're it. You're just like Alfred in The Dark Knight. Some people just want to see the world burn. And hey. that's you. I forgot about that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I probably have to deal with fire. And then I can get lightning. And then, you know what I'm saying? I can have, like, I won't have, no, like, no punk-ass Zuko moment. Like, oh, won't you shoot lightning at me? You didn't know about the rest of my life. <laughs> Bro, that was such a... <laughs> I, I like that moment, Yeah, though. I did, too. I was making fun at it because, I, like, I don't know. I guess it's, I guess it's that old childish style writing the Nickelodeon. Bro, like, I, feel, I feel bad for Zuko. I did, too. Cause, like, he was like, Bro, all the stuff that y'all did to me, like, just come at me. I'm ready. And nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do be feeling bad for Zuko. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was like, "Damn, bro, you you want it? You want the smoke, and now you can't get it." <laughs> okay, even though like, <laughs> now nah, I'll wait till we get to the characters and stuff. I, I got a lot to say on Zuko. Yeah, but uh, to give some overall impressions on Avatar: The Last Airbender, I think honestly, I can say definitely highlighted the childhood because 2007 that's 13 years ago. Uh, damn, kind of got me feeling old. Um, I was 11 at the time, 11, 12, about to turn 25. You just turned 25 yourself. Uh, and most definitely for some of the shows we had out there, aside from like animes and stuff, you know, because it's, I mean, what else was on Nickelodeon at that point in time? Yeah, um, like, SpongeBob. I didn't watch that. Shit. <laughs> I stopped watching that shit by that point. Uh, I stopped watching SpongeBob. I was like um, seven. Fairly Odd Parents. Jimmy I, 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 did, I definitely didn't watch Fairly Odd Parents. Um, that shit was funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. like what, Danny? But it's like fighting wise. Danny like, Phantom ended at that point. What? No, it came out in twenty oh, two thousand four, and it ended. It ended in two thousand seven, so it, it was ending around that time. Well, Avatar picked it up pretty good, but um, yeah. So I mean, like, but at that point in time, though, it's like yeah, like Danny Phantom because they were still showing reruns. So just that, like Danny Phantom, my life as a teenage robot, those were things with action in it. Invaders, I guess Invaders him. Um, Ladies Zim wasn't around during that time. No, but I'm saying, like, you know, in the 2000s. Oh. Uh, if you go to Disney, you had things like, what, Kim Possible, that, that action in it. Lilo and Stitch. But yeah, but it wasn't, it was nothing else that was like Avatar The Last Airbender when it came to, like, fight, story, uh, maturity. Because, I mean, literally, you t- literally start off the story about genocide. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's why I honestly think Aang, I think he can box with a lot of anime characters that we, we love. Yeah, I mean, like the current crop. I mean, and that'll be a question later whether or not we think Avatar's an actual anime. It's, it's a stupid debate, but we'll have it just because it's one of the bigger debates in there. But, um, yeah, so, you know, back in the day when it was really popping and, you know, you hear, like, damn, Aang lost all his family of the airbenders and then you really didn't think about the fact that that was legit genocide <laughs> uh so it was a mature story you go through they touch on they touch on a lot of actual social things like um like misogyny and misogyny and, i think they did racism slavery yeah yeah racism they had a whole the fire nation was pretty much trying to make uh niggas out of the niggas <laughs> <laughs> so they pretty much was trying to con- like control all the earth kingdom and take over their cities rename their cities like literally they took omashu was like and those who 
Or like New Ozai. Yeah, like, this is going to be the city of New Ozai. And I was like, mm, I do that for Azula. Oh, you would man. do anything for Azula. Hey, man, listen, when I was a kid, Azula was that bitch, all right? I when I was a kid, Azula was that savage. Who did I have a crush on? I think I had a crush on uh, Tylee. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, Tylee was cute and all, but she wasn't like Azula, bro. Azula was terrifying, but damn, did she look like good. Like, Mike is like, she just get a lot of love. I liked her, too. I liked the, like, she the was cool. dry I, personality. I, didn't, I mean, as a kid, I didn't. I appreciate it now, mainly because, oh, thanks to anime. But uh, <laughs> as a kid, I didn't really care about it. I thought she was cool. Cause you know she had like the knives and stuff like that. Also, she's probably like the deadliest out of the three when you think about it. Nah, Azula's the deadliest out of the three. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, fam. Like, hey man, no, I took her own head up. What happened? Exactly. Uh, she got cheated on that. Exactly. That. Either way, <laughs> so uh, was mature story character. I mean, the cast is really good. Even some of the side characters, like I like on rewatch. I forgot how much I enjoyed Jet when he was introduced, especially when he was trying to steal Aang's chick. I was like, damn, boy, he trying to... I mean, I couldn't blame Katara. I mean, Jet was a cool dude at the beginning. See, on, my only issue with Jet, I wanted to see more of him. I want to know if he actually died or not. He did. He did die? Spoilers, he did. Okay, I was about to say, like, because they was just like, it's cool, go ahead. And then, like, old buddy, what was his name, Longshot? Yeah. He finally spoke. He was like, don't worry, we'll take care of him. I was like... I mean... You didn't know that meant like him like killing Jet? Yeah, he, uh, you never know. I was just I, I mean, I, I don't really get what would have killed him. He, I mean, yeah, I mean, he did get hit in the chest with rocks. Probably like internal injuries. Yeah, probably internal bleeding, internal but, contusions. Um, before we continue, just to give like a small summary of this, the show itself, just for people who may not have seen it, which there might be some people out there that have never seen the show. Well, I mean, it it pretty much topped the charts when it was announced. I mean, everybody was talking about it. If you watched it. When you were a kid, you talked about it. When you didn't watch it, you tried to make some punk ass reason why you didn't know. I didn't watch this shit, man. I was trying to, I was trying to watch Love and Hip Hop. Is that a thing right there? Oh no, that's what like was it? Flavor of Love. All there we go. That's the shows. word. That's the word I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? When the Kardashians started popping and shit. Oh uh, man, but just to give us just a small summary, basically the war. Uh, just the war. The world is at peace, and then the Fire Nation is like, oh, I want to rule everything, and then it just invaded everything. They killed the air nomads, which I don't know why they target them first. I guess because the Aang was going to be next in the Avatar yeah. cycle. So, and then it's this war that spans a hundred years. Aang was he didn't want to be. Think Avatar? about it though. What's up? That was that was kind of dumb. What? Because even if you would have killed all the air nomads after Roku died, then it would have just went to the next. Element. Yeah, because Aang was already alive at that point. So if you yeah. kill him, it's just going to go straight to water unless you want to just eradicate everyone. So now that I think about it, that was kind of a dumb thing. And just like, like, oh, it actually worked. I was like, yeah, but whatever. Maybe it's a paranoia, but yeah, Aang initially didn't want to be the Avatar because like, the people started treating him differently. So he ran away and then got caught in a storm, fell into the ocean. His avatar state manifest, and him and his flying bison Appa got frozen for a hundred years, and that's a long, long time. And then from there, two people of the culture came through. They was like, "Hey, we found the avatar, yay!" But Aang was only what was he, eleven, twelve, twelve? Yeah, as uh, a twelve-year-old, you know, he was kind of like, "Look, man, I'm twelve. But I think it's actually important because you know, like he was twelve, and they were like, "Hey, the Fire Nation is about to attack, so you're going to be trained, so that way you can take on." Like, all this stuff as a 12-year-old. Yeah, like, one of my favorite moments, I forgot exactly what happened, 
But Storm was like, you're the Avatar. And then he was like, I'm just some kid. And proceeded to break down a little bit. Cause, well, I mean, because I mean, he's, he's a child. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, you expect this man to just do all of this at 12. Well, nah. Because he wasn't a man. He was a child. So. Oh, this boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I mean, that's what I think that was probably like one of the things that made it so well done. Was the fact that it was... It was consistent in how it should go. I mean, Aang was a fun, loving child. He, you know, was peaceful. He also, I kind of like how they had that, but they tried to test his morals on how he was raised. And that kind of helped into some of the immaturity of him. Because it's like, hey, you're the Avatar, so you might have to kill people. And he's like, but I was trained not to. I was like, well, you damn sure threw all that training away when you ran away. Like, this is true. I would have threw that that in his face. He's like, I was trained by the air nomads. I was like, you ran away from the air nomads, <laughs> so maybe you don't care about it that much. Oh man, but, but yeah, but they, they stay pretty. They stay pretty consistent. With I really like the way that they structured the show too, because I think they divide up in the books, and each book focuses on a certain element. Like first book was water, so a majority of it was water. Two was earth, focus on earth, and the last one was fire, so focus on fire. We all know why they didn't do air. Well, uh, kind of, but even with water, they did have to deal with the earth tribe. Like a lot, so. Well, I guess like the main focus of book one was to get um Aang and Katara a water bending master. That's true. So, but well, the main the major battles in each book happened in that tribe. Yeah, but so, remember, the Earth Kingdom had water. the largest landmass, so a lot of the battles took place there. Well, no, what I'm saying like at the the season finales took place in those respective nations, so like. End of book one, the big battle is the invasion of the Southern Water Tribe. So, yeah, it's the Southern, right? Um, Northern. Northern. Northern Water Tribe, because Southern is where Katara and Sokka are from. Which, actually, I thought that was kind of funny, because, like, Katara, like, the Southern Water Tribe, they had, like, they had shit. <laughs> but then the That's Northern, what I'm saying, like, what the? <laughs> but the Northern, they was like. I questioned that as a kid. I'm like, how? I was like, hey, we now know which is better, the North Pole. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, you know, the big battle of season one, Northern Water Tribe, but it was an invasion. Big battle season two, Ba Sing Se. Uh, big battle season three, right outside at the, uh, pretty much where the Earth, Fire Nation, and Earth Kingdom meet. So. Yeah, I thought that I thought that was pretty cool. And just to say just one thing context. about um the battle of um at the water tribe, RP to one of the best girls. I think I'll probably get more into it when we go strictly the characters, but that's still like uh, I forgot her name again. Like I forgot her name too, but I remember her <laughs> face though. <laughs> I remember her face. But I'm so. saying I just watched this shit like a couple of days ago and I forgot her name again. <laughs> See, that's worse than me. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't watch you didn't rewatch the show. I knew most of the show. But you ain't rewatch the show. I'm watching it now. But you ain't rewatch the show. I'm watching it now. That's just sad, bro. I just watched Ooh. the episode just yesterday. Man, that's just sad. That's just sad. Because this been shit. This shit been out for like a whole month. Okay, I'm sorry. I got a whole I bunch think, of stuff to watch. How long has it been out? Yeah, like a month. Whatever. Either way. Um, well, stop getting me into these fire shows, then. Yeah, can't do that. But uh, <laughs> just just kind of to end off the part about like overall thoughts on it. Definitely a high quality show. If you haven't watched it yet. Don't know why you listen to this episode, but also you know be sure to check it out. It is, I mean, it was made for children. I mean, so, but I say it was made for children slash young adults because there's enough in there. For yeah, young that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's so it is some pretty childish parts in it where you're just be like, oh my gosh, I'm tired of this shit. So I mean, it is a certain act, the immaturity on it. But at the same time, though, when you actually look at the story and the maturity of it for what it was supposed to be, 
you know, it's like, it's a really good show, good storyline, not that many ass pulls, couple of ass pulls, but, you know, like, the fact that Aang was learning these elements, you know, like, a day. I won't say a day, because, like, it's nah, he, he learned. He, he did learn Earth really in a day. Was it a day? Yeah. I mean, okay, day. he learned how to Earth bend. If he, he didn't, Sokka would have died. <laughs> I mean, at that point, he learned how to move a rock. Yeah, I mean, but then, uh, then in only, like, a couple months, he was actually moving, like, mountains. Okay, well, I mean, like, you can you can learn how to throw a punch in a day, but, like, you won't be a, a first-class fighter in a day. But that's kind of what happened. And, and, and Which I thought was kind of cool, which is what I thought was kind of cool, too. Like, not to talk about the finale or whatever, but, you know, in that fight with Ozai, he did actually get overpowered. Yeah. So... Like, he learned every element. He did not master well, yeah, every so element. I, I like that part, but it was just kind of weird because it was like, it's hard to tell whether or not that was because of the fact that he didn't have mastery or, because he's a natural uh, bender. Like we saw with water bending. He's, at, he's a natural at bending. He's, I mean, he's a master at air bending. So it's like some of it, he has perfect body uh, chi control or key control, whatever it's supposed to be. Um... He knows how the flow of the universe works. So when it comes to bending, he's just good at it. I and mean, maybe airbenders are just more naturally talented than the other benders. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, focus and stuff like that. But uh, I, I just always wondered whether or not the issue with that fight he was having was whether or not he was afraid or if it's because of his mastery of the bendings, or his level of the bendings, or was it that internal conflict of possibly having to kill Ozai? I think it was a mixture of all of them. Yeah, so it's just kind of like you just kind of wonder what was the what was the main factor that almost had him lose, and then like you know he lucked out. I mean, everybody talk about like plot armor for animes, but I'm like, but that in shit this was case, funny. like that plot armor fits when you're in the Avatar state. You should be beasting. But here's the thing that was kind of funny because it was like, because he gave up on the training to learn the Avatar State. So I'm like, were you even able to learn the Avatar State during the training? And how is it that you got the control of the Avatar State just because, you know, you got hit in the back at the last second? Because, I mean, he technically finished that training or he did that last piece at uh, Bossing Say. So technically. And was that the last time he went to? He never went into the Avatar State in Book Three. Until the end, no, because he, yeah. he couldn't. Because so I think no, when no. um when he got hit, that kind of like he messed up his chakrams or whatever. Yeah. So I also want to say chakra, but it said chakrams. Yeah, the M kind of throws you off. So yeah, and that's what that's, that's the only thing that I was kind of when I was first thinking about it, I was like I was like damn that's kind of weird. He did technically finish that training. He did actually abandon Katara. So I was like, <laughs> So I was like, like, Aang, what are you doing? And he was just like, mm, give me five seconds, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I have a question though. So if if like you learn the Avatar state first, do you really need to learn the elements, or do you still need to learn the elements I in mean, the Avatar state? Uh, I'm pretty sure you kind of do. Um, the main thing I was kind of confused on was that the dude was when he when he was talking about learning it. The guy was like, you know, you have to learn to let go. Nah, I ain't gonna lie, that guru dude was cool. He was. Um, and then I was like, but a lot of avatars had wives. Like Roku had a wife. Uh, one of the water bending dudes, his his wife's face was stolen by what's the thing? What was that thing? The face stealing thing? Code. There we go. I just asked my sister about it yesterday too. Um, <laughs> one of thing so was like, like kind of like a spider. Yeah, yeah, but it's like so. It's like, like where is this stuff about having to let well, go? 
And is it? I think it's just the wording that kind of got me off. All right, um, I'm gonna go to this Star Wars for like two seconds because with the Jedi, you're supposed to do the same thing. You're supposed to let go, but at certain customs, you're allowed to have a wife. Like one of the Jedi Masters actually had a wife and a family, but then at the same time, you're supposed to let go of all attachments. So I think it depends on the custom where you was raised, where you was born at. Certain traditions will still stick, even if you're. Yeah, because I mean, even Ant Man's got pussy. Yeah, and nobody's got pussy. I mean, they had a population some type of way, so it ain't like no thing. It was just like, um, mm, erection. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So it's just the thing. Is that was the only thing that I was kind of confused. I was like, so are you just saying that you got to be prepared to throw her away, or you know, it's like you have to be ready to let her. You got to have to let her go. Like, what do you mean let her go? Like, is it a preparation to let her go, or like if you have to kill her yourself? You, can't have the it's, I don't know just the whole thing was kind of weird but. Uh, but like okay let's go to um characters really quick who is your favorite character out of uh, everyone I'd have to say Iroh Iroh yeah uh, for me Zuko so hey it fits hey uncle fuck you <laughs> um, <laughs> that was just creepy and uh I definitely have to say Iroh because I mean Iroh was dropping gems throughout that whole show uh, like, one of my favorite episodes I think it's the only filler Avatar ever had um the tales of Ba Sing Se and like when they follow Iroh around and stuff, when he's um, getting robbed, I think he actually like handled the robber with words. And at the end, when he show like his um, his dead son and he's crying and singing a song, that's one of the best moments in Avatar. Yeah, um, my thing with Iroh was always that a it was great love that you know just that responsibility to, with Zuko because I mean he had to watch in horror as his own nephew. He watched his brother, and and I think that was really undervalued after the fact because they I kind of wish they would have brought that back up like you're talking about Iroh who just lost his son he's kind of disgraced now because everybody's talking bad about him like oh you lose one child and now you're gonna run away so like everybody's poking fun yeah, at didn't him they like because um he technically could have taken Boston say but when his son died he just retreated yeah so you know he's getting mocked by everybody and when he comes home he has the imagery of a father like harshly attacking his son and his father died yeah so i'm like that's a lot of shit at one moment and well, also your sister-in-law is gone so, he had a hard life yeah it's like when you really think about it but he was still a kind man he took over he took over raising zuko he tried to drop gems and i mean anybody else would have lost their patience with zuko mm-hmm. i mean literally if it wasn't the imagery of him trying to be his new father like uh, that nigga would have dragged his oh, ass. Man. Quick. But like for me, the reason why I like Todoroki's granddad is because is <laughs> 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 that, that was funny. Or I like yeah, Zuko. It's because like I guess I just seeing his journey because like he like got disgraced just for speaking out, like. That's like saying we talk back to our dads. And he made sense. Kicked out. Actually, what he said made sense. Exactly. So, so it wasn't yeah. like he was like calling him stupid or anything. He wasn't being disrespectful. He was just saying like, yo, like. And then again, though, here's also what was kind of weird. Because it was like, could a prince really disrespect the general enough? Yeah, shouldn't it be the other way around? Yeah. Like, when I thought about it, I was like, that's the prince of your nation. Like, even if you feel slighted, like, you, you would still have to shut the but, fuck up. But yeah, but come to find out, like. That was he only used that as an excuse to get rid of Zuko because um, Fire Lord never loved or liked Zuko at all, so he's just found any reason to get rid of him. Well, I'm I was wondering that myself because 
I think what it was was that Ozai, I think he probably had expectations of Zuko. And when he wasn't meeting them, but Azula was, you know, it's kind of like that thing of where, like, like you had the expectations, and especially since he was also his son. Actually, so um, then your daughter outclasses your son faster. Hold on, because I remember they actually explained it more in the comics tie-in. The reason why um, he didn't like Zuko is because there was some altercation, and technically um, he had to kill Zuko. And Zuko's mom made a bargain, like, I'll go away if you spare Zuko's I mean, life. That's not really explaining the part of, like, his discontention with Zuko. Because, I mean, it was there. It was evident, you know, when you see the flashbacks, uh, like, when, like, the thing that started the altercation, when they had the display in front of Azulon, and, you know, Azula, she masterfully did this new technique thing she learned, and then Zuko tried it, and he messed up, and then, you know, Ozai talked to uh, Azulon, but when Zuko stepped up, you know, Ozai, you saw him just kind of get up, like, you know, like, ah, shit, hit his little nigga and go fucking up my whole, <laughs> my whole plan. <laughs> so I think it was really just, like, I think at some point, like, Ozai was just like, damn, my, my, my three years younger, yeah, Azula's three years younger. Yeah, that's My three years better. younger daughter is doing better than my goddamn son. Like, fuck, like, type of seed am I carrying here like (laughs) (laughs) so you know I think it was just disappointment that kind of turned into you know resentment and I mean it it sucks to see but when you in positions of power and those I was going for power like we see in a whole lot of other shows it blinds you sometimes alright but do you think like um Ozai ever like loved Zuko at any point I mean I'm pretty sure I mean if he if you if he can show love to Azula because it's not like he really tried to manipulate Azula. He genuinely loved and cared for Azula. But I think it was more of he put more merit into results and talents. So that kind of messed up where Zuko wasn't exactly the most talented. Because actually I watched a video review where he was sitting there and uh, the guy was like in the comic book. You know, Ozai said that to Zuko. He's like, your sister was born lucky. You were born unlucky because you aren't talented. I remember that. So it's like, ah, so it's, it's just that thing of, I do think he where he puts his merits at on what's important, Zuko didn't meet those expectations. Yeah. So at that point, it's kind of like he just failed in his graces. But another reason why I like Zuko, because like when you see his journey, at first he's literally blind to everything except Captured Avatar. That's his one driving force. But I think when... No, um, I mean, it's restoring the honor by Captured Avatar. Yeah, but with book two... I think he starts to kind of see more of what's around him. I think one of the best episodes is Zuko alone, where he goes to a village and he tries to like not show any like Fire Nation stuff. But when the um, village was attacked by thugs, that's when he started using his fire and bending, and he saw everybody just instantly turn his back to him. Even, like, mean, it, kid, it was um, kind of dumb for him to say, "I'm Prince Zuko." I was like, "You could have just said you was a random nigga." I mean, they still would have hated him just for being like, a firebender. Like, you could have lied and just been like, look, I understand I use firebending, but I understand I'm, uh, I'm looking at my face. You know what I'm saying? Firebender did this to me. So I, I was um, against all I this. I think that was like the first hint of like him seeing what the war is doing around him and stuff. Because I think he has that tunnel vision the whole entire time. Well, yeah. I mean, Zuko is, uh, yeah, there's, there's no way you can contest that. Zuko is the best developed character in the story. Oh yeah, I mean, I felt uh, betrayed when um, he turned his back on Katara. 
Like towards the end of book two. Well, fuck guitar. I felt betrayed when he turned his back on Iro. I was like, damn, cause like, like, cause, I mean, that's what I was thinking about the yeah, whole time. Yeah, but that's the thing though. Iro always believed in Zuko, so that hurt. But like, guitar was actually was trying to like be friends to someone that she considered an enemy this whole entire oh, time. Oh, he was trying to do the same thing, but, but he still had to. And then like for me, it hurt more with Iro because you know you saw him like you know trying to go talk to talk to him too, and you know and Iro was ignoring him. But when I lean like down, lash out. <laughs> yeah, you saw Zuko lash out, and then he was just like, "Man, I was trying to do what I was trying. I was just trying to get my honor back." And you know what? Fuck you, old man. I was like, "Oh, another Zuko moment." When they was all chilling <laughs> at the beach, I think that's like one of the things where it was trying to be normal people, where they, they just can't be normal people, especially Azula. And like he's at the campfire, and he's just like he basically just like just shouted, "I'm angry at myself," and that's the first time he expressed how he was feeling. I think the whole entire time he was holding it in. Uh, so I, thought you was talking about, I thought you were talking about when they was all hanging out after uh, at the Aang runway, and they see you know they was just talking about like, huh, this is this is nice and comfortable. And Zuko was just like, you know, I could chase you around and try to capture you <laughs> and make it like the girl. <laughs> no, nah, the same episode where like um, Azuko tried to flirt for the first time. <laughs> yeah, and it failed. Uh, oh god. But but yeah, I mean, definitely Zuko's. Zuko is most definitely probably, you know, one of the well-developed characters. I'd say other Zuko, probably the next best-developed character, might be Sokka. Really? The comic relief person I is mean, the best-developed character? Well, A, Sokka made a lot of his strategies. It's normally worked. Um, he made the plan for the invasion of the Fire Nation. He made the plan for the submarines. He just needed a master technician to build it. So, I mean... That was all him, you know. Uh, I'm so glad, like, when they gave him a sword. I feel like he needed something for himself since everybody else was a vendor. Yeah, I mean, he was good with weapons. Like, even before he got the sword thing, he had the, uh, where, the where the guy used the compression thing, like the air compression to, you know, shoot the, uh, he had, the, like, the mind blast thing. Shooting from oh, the combustion man. There we go. Yeah, um, you know, Sokka was able to correctly do the trajectory of where the blast is coming from and hit him in the like hit him perfectly in his forehead behind a rock you couldn't even see him so you know he was good with weapons he was pretty good at leading i mean i won't say he was the de facto leader of the group but he did make you know a Actually, lot of the plans now i think i agree with you because now i'm thinking about it like all the clout you just gave um, Sokka, like he always felt inferior to everyone else. But he he did a whole lot of things. They also had that episode where uh, he's learning sword training and he was gone for that day. And you know when he came back, they was like, "Oh my God, Sokka, we didn't know what to do all day." I thought it was kind of funny too. Like Sokka had all the bitches, <laughs> and you never realize it till afterwards. I saw a post where it was like God, everybody like, bang, everybody um, bending these elements. Sokka bending these. <laughs> Well, he only had two. I mean, they they kind of Tylee because Tylee thought he was cute. That doesn't count. I mean, you think someone's cute and not want to get man, with them? Look, she was trying. Remember, to remember me. that one episode with there? But she was trying to keep. She kept trying to hit him with the cheap block, and he kept dodging it. And then she was like, "It's like we're dancing." And he's just like, "I, I mean, I don't know." Him. To me, I think Zuko <sighs> was the one who got the girls. He, he technically got almost got Katara. He almost got with a girl at the er, er, Almost got Katara. People actually were shipping them. Who? You didn't know that people shipped Zuko and Katara? You you didn't know that. Ah, uh, it's like pre My Hero Academia. <laughs> <laughs> but he almost got with a girl in the um, Earth Kingdom. He has Mai, so he lost Mai. Uh, 
Yeah, and then I'm pretty sure you had a wife after that or something like that. I don't know. Just part of me, I kind of hope that, like, them two got together again. Because they never specify who his wife was, so you yeah, never know. She definitely have died early, so. But, um, yeah, so definitely Sokka was a really good developed character. It's actually kind of funny, like, Aang's probably, like, like my sixth or seventh favorite character. Because I'd put Toph and Katara over Aang, too. I'd put Aang over Katara, but not Toph. I Are like you Katara. doing that to your culture, bro. How do you do that to your culture? What man? do you mean? Oh man, what you bro. mean? Put the white man over the black woman. That's okay. First of all, like I'm not going. I'm not going to like put someone over someone because they black. <laughs> Whatever. As Terry Crews said, black supremacy. But I like, I like soccer though. Soccer's in my top five. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, Sokka most definitely had a great development, especially when you worked hard and you felt that moment where uh, his father gave him acknowledgement. I felt like, that. I was like, yeah, I felt that too. Then he had the whole prison escape thing. He, yeah, damn, Sokka did a lot of shit. He did. Like, he doesn't give him enough credit. Hey, I mean, you didn't even give him enough credit. Shouts to mean? me, bro. I'll be, be, be seeing this show. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, so definitely that. Um, overall, I think the cast is pretty solid. And what about the um, antagonists of the show? Yeah, I mean, you had the, what was the dude's name for the Dali? Uh, bitch nigga So we'll just call him that So you just have call him <laughs> Bitch nigga <laughs> You had bitch nigga He was cool uh, I like I liked how they had That political play In there too So You know It was that Azula I mean When I was a kid I wanted to marry Azula I didn't care I would've lived in fear The rest of my life As long as I was why? getting able to hit But why First of all She was pretty Second of all She was powerful Third of all She was uh, Charismatic even even a grown ass man turned like bruh, a fourteen year old took over a whole goddamn secret organization, and made the leader of that secret organization just sit there. Like, do you really want to be with somebody that's just going to control you the whole entire time? Why not? No, I want freedom. So that that, that way, then then they can't call toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah, they call you a simp. So <laughs> the way the way it looks like simps make money. If you toxic, people hate you. Oh, oh, buddy, oh, buddy, whose girl is about to get that uh, OnlyFans account? You about to make money off that shit? Oh, that's what you mean. Okay, yeah. in that case, yeah. Shouts to the simps. Wait, nah, we can't do that because, like, you wouldn't even do that. And then, in that mission, Azula's rich. She's a fucking princess. Money doesn't mean everything. So it means enough. <laughs> <laughs> but most definitely, man, Azula loved her. She was like. She was man, just so good, man. I'll stick with Tylee, fam. Like, Tylee, like... But Tylee's not an antagonist, so that's not who we talking about She is about an antagonist. Right she don't count for that. Okay, anybody that's around Azula... The whole squad was nothing but antagonists. But they were... They, they were afraid of Azula. They, they still did her bidding, though. That's true. I mean, I would have, too, though. I mean, I mean I, if I, I, I am, Anybody get burned it's by It's the that same bitch. thing, like... If I'm like the master, you're just my like my minion. You're still an antagonist towards the good guys. Whatever, Darth Maul. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't hate on Darth Maul. But All most right. definitely, like Azula, you had. Um, could you count their water bending master at first? Because I mean, he's not really an antagonist, but he was against. I mean, Katara did have to fight him. I think he he was more of Katara's personal antagonist. Gotcha. And then you had a uh, general. Is his name Zhang? Who led the general invasion? Zhao. It was Zhao, mm-hmm. yeah, who led the invasion of the North Temple and killed the Koi. That's how Sokka lost his first bitch. I was like, damn, bro, it was because you. I was like, damn, Sokka should have hit you on good time, bro. Like, I'm losing my, I'm losing, losing low key best that, girl. That's her name. Ua. 
Yeah, I did not think it was you, eh? Uh, I couldn't remember. Who cares? She's dead anyway. I mean, she's not there anyway. Um, she's the moon spirit, so yeah, she she yeah, she's so she gets to watch Sokka smash. <laughs> I think it's so awkward, like him and Suki get together, and she's just watching him. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> she gets to watch it, just like I could have been getting that stroke. Cause she cop walks them. I mean, she is taking a spirit. Cause she like haunt. Right. You know? The only thing the moon can do, unless she's gonna drop herself on the planet. Like, like, <laughs> like, the only thing the moon can do is control tides. Like literally, that's it. I would never make camp near the ocean. You know? Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> ain't no sex on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's such a funny moment. Now, Zuko was going to Sokka's tent, and he was like laying out with a rose in his mouth. <laughs> then he ate the rose. <laughs> Yo, Avatar is hilarious. Man, shout out to Zuko. He had a freaking spiritual journey oh, with all man. the main characters. Except for Toph, for some reason. Nah, I, that was funny. That was a hilarious moment <laughs> where Toph was just like, I'm going with Zuko. And then he was just blushing about it. I was like, all right, come on, man. How is it? How is somebody like six years younger than you and blind making you blush? It's still, still that girl, actually, like, Loki, I'm actually surprised Avatar was not getting, like, hate tweets about that. Because they had, they had some blind jokes with Toph, boy. <laughs> They played on that oh blind my God. I forgot exactly what Katara said, but like, oh, like, the stars are so nice, Toph. Too bad you can't see them. Yeah, I mean, they had the thing where Sokka was trying to um, put something in front of Toph. I think it was like a one-it poster she had. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, how do you explain this? And she's like, uh, it sounds like a sheet of paper, but I can't see oh, it. Oh, no, one time um, Sokka uh, bumped into Toph. Like, can't you see where you're... She's like, no. Like, no. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, and then he was just like... And then Katara popped up like, how are you going to explain this? And then Toph just said it. She was like, what is wrong with you people? Um, that one time they put up the one poster, she does it and it's it was upside backwards. down. Nah, I think it was backwards. It was, it was backwards. It yeah, was backwards. she said it was upside down. So it was I oh man that joke was funny God all the part with the uh, with the library where they was like you don't want to go to the library she was like yeah me and books <laughs> <laughs> oh man I oh I actually when I was watching that part I forgot old buddy stayed down there he did actually this is the only time I want to mention Cora I think Cora actually go back to there and actually you can see his dead body yeah well his skeleton still well I guess yeah yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Are you sure? I mean, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Technical it's, it's, over it's here. Corpse, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sad, bro, because he's like, I can read this forever. He did. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> I mean, in his lifespan. He was, <laughs> no, he didn't. I don't know, do you have food and water down there? Of course not. That's why he died. So, like, he, like, he read probably, stuff for, like, a couple days. And then, not to mention, like, Sam was about to cover over that thing anyway. So, uh, yeah, he definitely died. I would have just, I would have tried. I mean, they should have saved that, man. He didn't want to go. Uh, so, who cares? They, they was about to make Aang try to kill Oza. He didn't want to go. Hey, what they do? But that was different. That's saving the world. So I mean, that's just ah oh, man, that's just so. Because you really think Aang knew how to energy bend before the fight? No, he did not do that yeah, shit. Ass pool, like the only <laughs> sea lion turtle in existence, I guess. I don't know. I, I did wonder if it was more of those things because you would notice big ass flying. I mean, floating island turtle, gigantic monsters. Maybe. I mean, that's a gigantic ass monster. I mean, like, we don't really know how truly big the world actually is. That's true. Uh, I wish it would have been a little bit more world bending. Building. You no, know, they have it in the comic book. <laughs> world, bend, world bending? Hey, man. The Avatar could do that, technically. Could he? Yeah. Could he bend the world? I mean, Korra actually did bend, like, you know, the spirit world and. I guess that is true. World, so. Kind of. But, um. Most definitely, like, a lot of the characters were cool. 
to talk about the books, if we talk about book one, what can you say about the introduction? Hmm. Um, For some reason, that's my least favorite book. I mean, it's the introduction. So, it's the weakest part of the story. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't like book three besides the ending. Well, book three was like eight episodes. Yeah, that's why a lot of people don't like it. <laughs> yeah, so, and, but it's funny because it's like Avatar has like this perfect timing, but also it feels like you could have got so much more out of it. But then it's like if they would have fed too much, like what would have happened if they fed too much? Yeah, but like I can't use like it was the introduction as a reason why I don't like it because the really the introduction is like the first two to three episodes. After that, it's just straight story. Well, no, the the first season is an introduction. It's an intro. Season. I can't say the whole entire. I mean, yeah, but like it's not four. How many episodes was the first season? Like twenty episodes. It was introductory season, but like, I don't consider the whole thing as one giant. But intro. then again, though, it's like for me, I think well, obviously the book one is gonna be the weakest one because of the fact that. You're just being introduced to stuff. Um, you're being introduced to Zuko. You're being introduced to Aang, Katara, Sokka. So yeah, but you can say that about Book Two. They introduced um, a lot of stuff in Book Two. But it's not. But it, by that point, you had the main cast kind of already built. Okay. So, you know, for, I think I think it's just the weakest because it really doesn't get to a serious battle moment until. You get to uh, what the invasion of the, of the uh, water tribe, because that's where I mean you do have really big emotional moments, like when they make it to the air temple, and yeah. Aang finds everybody's you know corpses and stuff. Which I, I was kind of lost on that. So what actually had him? I mean, it is an emotional moment, but it's like did did they not prepare for that? And nobody ever say like, hey, Aang, not to mention you know you're gonna probably find corpses of your people. I mean, you know, like, but how can you explain that to a kid? Uh, yeah, so I mean, that makes sense. I like how... Because, like, Sokka won't just tell him straight up, like, yo, your people are dead. But Katara didn't want to do that. I mean... Oh, right, they didn't actually tell him. I, I forgot about that point. Um, actually, I thought that was weird, where they had all the statues of all the um, avatars, past avatars. Yeah. Which, by the way, how long has the avatar been a thing? Because it was a whole lot of statues. I mean, it all depends. Because, like, we don't know how long some of these avatars right. live. Yeah. I mean, there was once a president that was only president for a couple of days. That's true, but yeah, I mean that was that was a lot of avatars, but and then all they all the eyes started lighting up. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, okay, but I don't know. I think for me, I think the reason why I consider one, I don't consider it weak. It's just that the other two, just for me, were just super strong. It's like one is like level thirty, while two is like level forty, and then three is level fifty. Yeah, but I mean, like in book one, really though, what like what all did you have in book one? Because you had, I mean, one of my introductions was um the Great Divide, where those two tribes were like it had a beef for like a hundred years. Yeah, that was a pretty cool episode. So um, it was that you got Boomy was there, right? Yeah, Boomy was part Boomy. of book one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a pretty strong point. And then yeah. you had Boomy pretty much force Aang to like you know I do like I don't well not force him, but. The fact that they made Aang understand, like, listen, you are the Avatar. Like, you got some big shit on your shoulders. Like, this is a lot of responsibility. Sorry, but, you know what I'm saying? Man, I don't know what to tell you, but I mean, you gotta do it. Yeah, so when Boomy was capturing... Yo, know, they almost killed Katara a couple times, now that I think about it. Because Boomy captured Katara. But he not, really not wasn't gonna her. kill not her. Not kill her, but, you know. But Boomy captured Katara. That Earth King dude who tried to force Aang to go into the Avatar State captured Katara. I mean, he, he put her underground. No, he wasn't trying to kill her, though. No, but I'm saying, I, said, I didn't mean to say kill, capture. 
But yeah, so Good she's, she's, she's the Princess Peach of Avatar. <laughs> so that was kind of that's kind of funny. But yeah, um, Avatar I mean, got scary when she learned how to bloodbend, though. Yeah, but I mean, it was highly successful, and that book one is when Jet's introduced. Yeah, because he comes back book two. So I kind of like how they showed that refugee form of it too. Like they were really accurate about what was going on in the war. Like, yeah, they treated it as an actual war. Like, yeah, so it's like, you know, you saw refugees, people who were like, my parents were killed by firebenders. And then, you know, Katara's just like, oh, me too. And, you know, uh, you had, what was the, because it was the refugees. You had Omashu, which got taken over later in book two. And this is it's a specific thing I'm trying to think about, but I can't think of it. Curtis, start talking about what I think of. Alright, because I do want to say something, Doug. I feel like you kind of brushed it over a bit because I mentioned Katara's blood bend and you didn't even say nothing on it. Was that like, book one or book two? That was book two. No, actually. When it was introduced, was it book one or book two? It was book two. It was book two when it was introduced. I know she did it in book three. She's about to kill old buddy that killed her mama. Yeah. So. So it was introduced in. It was book two because they didn't even mention it in book one at all. Exactly. But, like, that is one of the most broken abilities Avatar ever introduced. Like, that made me kind of be scared of waterbenders a little bit. Because if anybody masters this, they, I mean, they're super powerful. They can really just control a small army. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with you. Uh, yeah, I still can't think of what I was trying to for book one. Oh, well. But, <laughs> but um, It might come to you before we finish this. But yeah, so, and then the way they ended it off, I mean, you got to admit, the way they ended it off with the Northern Tribe, I mean, they tackled the thing about, oh, women don't need to learn how to fight. It's only women, uh, it's only men that should fight. Yeah, they were teaching them how to heal. I mean, mean, kind of need to be happy about that because they definitely needed that healing when, uh, you know, things happen in book two. But, um, you know. (laughs) Is that one of the ass pull things, like just having the healer just there the whole time? Or no? I mean, no. I think kind of because, like, Katara only did, like, a day of healing. So she knew how to heal, kind of, but but nobody was actually able to train her. So I kind of like they kind of stayed consistent with that too. Like Katara wasn't that good at bending, but nobody nobody taught her how to bend. She was the only water bender in the Southern Water Tribe. I still don't understand how was she the only one? Was her mother sacrificed herself? And that was cold, boy. When they went and explained that again, my mom was like, "Look, I'm the water bender." Take me prisoner. I'm like, not taking prisoners today. Hell, I'm just like, I was like, come on. I'm not gonna lie to you. There was a small part of me that was thinking, oh my god, please don't show her actually getting killed. Yeah, <laughs> Luckily, they didn't I, do it. I mean, right. it's still a kid that show. Would, that <laughs> would have hurt. But um, yeah, most definitely. Uh, I kind of liked how they had the thing with Zuko, where you know, where he while he was driven, you got to see like you know a good side of the Fire Nation. Because, you know, her, like his troops, you know, even though they listen to his stuff and then they burned down, like, uh, the Kyoshi Warrior thing. There we go. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, the introduction of the Kyoshi Warriors. So you got to see more of the imprints of the avatars. Because, I mean, Kyoshi Warriors are named after Kyoshi. Yeah, Kyoshi Island, where you saw the, the place where she sent that dude away. And, you know, she was like, oh, well, he didn't technically kill her. But, I mean, she didn't technically kill him. It's like, well, she said, nah, my actions were, <laughs> he died because of my actions. Uh, and I'm not going to go into any detail about this, but I remember I saw a video where they explained Kyoshi's backstory. Her backstory is really, really screwed up. Like, whenever you get a chance, like, look it up on YouTube. They have, like, videos showing her backstory. Like, I don't want to talk about it here because I just want to stay with the main characters and stuff. But 
Hmm. I definitely say look into it. And if you listen to this, look into it yourself too, because it's actually pretty interesting. If they were to do a spinoff of her, I'd be cool with it. Well, I mean, Kyoshi is one of the characters they kept going back to. She was, like I said, I like how they showed that imprint of avatars. Like, you had Roku, which obviously, because he was the one before Aang. Um, so he kind of had the mantle of teaching Aang some stuff about the avatar. Uh, you know, it was Kyoshi. Then, you know, they had the random things. They show an avatar from every element, which I thought was cool. I thought that was a nice touch. Because, you know, they had the air um, nomad lady that talked to Aang. And she was she pretty much, like, debunked his whole theory. Oh, my God, wait a minute. I just thought about something. Bro, they named this after Avatar Roku. They named the Roku the smart TV thing after That's Avatar Roku. Dumbass. <laughs> how did you not pull that? How did I thought about that this, the second I heard of Roku TV. Oh, my God. Like, literally, my gears like, was twisting the whole like, time. It's based off the Fire Nation. Like, Roku TV, Fire Stick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe that was one giant coincidence. Yeah, who knows? But most definitely, that was a... That was a cool thing with book one on how they touched on different elements. You had book two. What would you say the highlight of book two was? Um, probably the invasion of Ba Sing Se. Yeah, because you had the drill part. That was cool. Um, that was smart. I mean, you had the introduction of Azula. Let's talk about the most yeah. important thing now, about book my, two. I think my favorite part during that was when um, Zuku, I said Zuku, <laughs> Zuko, Zuko um, brought in his um, blue spirit. Uh, persona out oh, last right. time, and that was a whole entire scene with him, him and Iroh. And it was like, um, what do you want? And stuff. Cause he had, um, I think I was getting a little bit tired of Zuko. Shit at that point, yeah, he was. He, <laughs> he was, put, he put the foot like, down. You need to start asking the big questions who right. are you, and what do you want? Cause, I mean, that was that was the part where he had the chance to capture Appa. I mean, could he really have gotten out with Appa? I think so. Appa was chained up, he was but, tired. I mean, after he unchained him, what. Then what? <laughs> oh, uh, I see what you're saying. It was the same thing as during the. Um, well, that was the point because Zuko was trying not to be a bad dude, and this whole that whole thing with Boxing Say was so cool because you saw, well, I mean, that whole thing where uh, they're on the they're on the run, and you know, kind of like with the thing where they had that the thing where Azula kept capturing them, uh, catching up to them, yeah. and then at the end of it, you just saw everybody kind of gang up on Azula, and she's just like, "Well, look at this." Traitors and enemies all around me, and then she shot Iroh. Boy, that shit, I, that shit hurt. I was like, damn, but, this um, girl is sad. Going back to Zuko just real quick, I think I was going to say was um, he had, like, he fulfilled his plan, but he had nowhere to go afterwards. Just like in well, I mean, the basin of the water it was, drive. It was, it was the um, basin. It was the bison. He had the uh, Avatar, and he had nowhere to go. And if Aang didn't save him, he would have froze to death. That's true. Like, he, like, he, like, he has a plan. But he doesn't have a plan after the plan. Well, it's like he has the plan, but something always screws it up, you know? Because he got Aang, but then he got hit with the water. He got hit with the uh, snowstorm. How about this? He doesn't think far ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's his planning just doesn't... It's like what he does, it should be good enough, but then something messes it up. So it, it, that, that was the, thing, the cool thing about Zuko though you saw him fail so many times that when he came, became a part of the group and he started succeeding it was nice to see I mean it was kind of cool to see him in the Fire Nation just That's being chill. home yeah, it but was, then that it was just cool. didn't feel good because of what he did to Iroh so you know that whole part of book 2 was giving him some humanity well, I mean he already had it but you know it kind of approached on that humanity where it's like Zuko's not actually a bad guy he's just a hurt kid. 
Yeah, like, um, it goes back to what I said earlier. I think once he finally took, like, the visors off and saw the world around him, finally, you, you, you can see more of the human in him. No, I mean, there's that, and then they still kept that child part of, you know, because he was only 17? Not 16. 16? So, um, so then it's not three years. Not three years. Oh, so it's, it's two, two years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you had a 16 year old who, were, who was given the opportunity to go back to his father, which, I mean, he loved his father. And, you know, he took it. So I thought that was a really important part. And, you know, he ended up portraying his uncle, and it hurt him. But that was because, you know, he's like, yeah, you my uncle. But we talking about my daddy. <laughs> hey, I'm stuck like my daddy. I'm trying to I'm trying to get back in his favor. So I, I like the fact that they kept so consistent on so many elements they brought in. And um, I'd have to say book two. Yeah, the invasion of Bossing say. Because I was, I was going to say Toph's introduction. That was pretty smooth. I liked her uh, introduction. Yeah, the fact that you had a, a blind girl. A blind bandit. You know, who was pretty much the best earthbender in town. She had to hide it. And, you know, because it made sense on why she ran away. Because she didn't want to feel confined anymore. Right, they treated her so fragile to the point where, like, well, I mean, it, like it, she's you're, glass talking about almost. A, you're talking about a blind 11-year-old. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't, I mean, wouldn't you do that to you? And she's short. She's tiny. It's not like Tom was that but big. But I wouldn't treat... If I had a kid who's blind, I wouldn't treat them as they're just useless. It's just a kid, though, man. Like, you don't want your child to be hurt if she's already blind. But you still want, like, them to live a kind of a normal life? They're rich. First of all, they're not normal. I mean, you can be rich and normal. They not. I mean, they, they not. Rich. They Top was, was they the was most normal out of the whole bunch. Not really. She was, yeah, I'd say soccer was the most normal. But, um. Really? I would think so. He was like an average teenager trying to be a leader and also trying to be fun. I mean, so it was that. But, uh. Oh, geez. You also, by the way, you was off with a number of episodes in book three. You was way off. I thought it was that many episodes. What was it, like 11 or 12? 21. It was 21 episodes in book three? I guess so. It does not feel like that. <laughs> I mean, oh, uh, well, I mean, book three episodes are like a lot of. Whatever, we'll talk about that next. But yeah, uh. I think the last battle in Bossing Say was cool, especially when Katara had like the whole jellyfish tentacle octopus thing. I like that too. And she was fighting everybody off, but it just wasn't enough. And she had to go get Aang. Iroh came in last second, saved them. Uh, and I respect the fact they lost. Like, straight yeah. up, they lost. Like, I mean, they was about to win. Got the rug pulled out. They, oh, they only got hit with the reversal. <laughs> got hit so with the reverse like, card. <laughs> yeah, so they definitely was Uno out with that one because uh, <laughs> Aang was definitely taken out with that. But uh, still didn't know that he died. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I thought, I thought he was close to death. Makes sense though. I mean, that's I why just, he came to the Thought one things were like he was a super close, but was still alive. But now I looked it up. He died. I mean, well, like, they, that's why Katara had that super holy spirit water. Shouts to, to UA. <laughs> but uh, um, what's something about the show that you dislike? It could be anything. I already have my reason. If you need to think about it, I'm going to give up my reason. Yeah, I don't really have any dislikes for it. Um, one dislike I have with the show is that I really wish they would have done more with Zuko's mom. Because they set up everything perfectly, but they never fell through with it. Yes, they did it in Italian comics. But I shouldn't have to read the comics to get something that's already been built up in the show itself. 
So I kind of wish they would have did something with Zuko's mom. Because that's something, that's a question I always had. And when it ended, I'm like, so we're not going to discuss Zuko's mom at all. And in the comics, that story was a good story. That could be like an epilogue arc, even. Uh, it was so it good. helped to develop. I just actually watched that. I just watched an analysis on that on uh, YouTube talking about Azula. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought it was cool that they didn't, in the comics they had that thing where like Azula was still crazy. Um, that was crazy. She's the Harley Quinn of Avatar now. Uh, dislikes. I really don't have any big dislikes. It it just it just felt like only dislike I'll say is it felt super rushed. Like, like I like whole, how they the did it. A whole? Yeah, I like how they did it for the fact they gave a time frame. But it just felt like that time frame was just so like yeah, like that's how, two like, months, like that's how weird it was. Like you're gonna tell me in one in one season it's an eclipse and in the next one, in like a couple weeks, it was a comet. But what is that just how their world is? It, it, to me it just seemed weird. Like I was just like so this eclipse happens once every something type of years because eclipses don't happen every year. So I was like, you know, you tell me the eclipse is gonna happen, and this it just so happens. It's just so it was so coincidental. It was kind of bullshit. Well, it's different. One is an eclipse. The other one's just a a, com- a comet. That's so, what I'm saying. So it's just kind of like I would have liked that they would have been like, hey, this is actually going to be the year of a solar eclipse. I was like, all right. So how many years has it been since the last eclipse? And it was like, who cares? And then after that, a couple of weeks later, we're gonna have a comet. Where the Fire Nation is going to be at its strongest. Well, I mean, I kind of like that because that kind of builds up the urgency. Like, you need to do this now or the well, world's yeah, going to be just felt like It just felt like it could have been more things to kind of build up some other stuff. Like, I would have kind of liked to see Aang's uh, bending be touched on because so, Aang learned some of these things in a day. So you'd be cool like, if, like, all this took place in the same year, kind of spaced it out. Like, this happened at the beginning well, of the I mean, year. Apparently in the comic the books, they, they grew up more. I think I was watching Jack's Blaze talk about it, and he was like, you know, in the comic book, they actually, like, years passed. Like, months I think it was years passed. two years passed. Yeah. It wasn't that much older. Yeah, so, but I mean, it's still years, and stuff would have made sense. Like, instead of Sokka becoming a master swordsman in, like, a day. This is my thing, though. Like, they're not becoming masters. They're just doing it, and they're good at it, but they're not masters well, I mean, yet. Sokka wasn't on the level of, like, uh... I forgot that dude's name. That was like a cool his teacher, black man. like you know, like that he passed cool the test. Man. He could have taken now. Soccer yeah, but I'm saying point. that, like, but at that point, in a couple hours, Sokka did better than the assistant. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying now? But it's different between being an assistant and being an actual student. Yeah, but it's the same thing of like in one hour you can't beat the guy, and the next hour you're disarming him. I mean, that can happen in the same day. I mean, that, in the same day, that could happen. You never, for it, a weapon you never used, but it is possible though. Uh, I don't know. And you like you said, I mean, how much clout you just gave Sokka? He's smart enough to figure things. Oh, out. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, I appreciated that because it, it really played on Sokka's strengths. On where it's like when you think is like, oh, he's just comic relief, but he's actually a really good and character. He's actually proficient at weapons. So I mean, he already had it, that. It, it's just, it's just for that, it just kind of felt off to me. So I mean, just for kind of what like, I see, because you know, like, I, like you know, I watch more anime, so it's a whole lot of training arcs, and those training arcs normally take days, weeks. They get beat up, beat the fuck up, and boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I'm still so catching up kinda... on the whole watching more anime. I mean, I, I said I'm watching a bunch of shows that you haven't watched, or you tried to watch. Uh, say so, but uh, what do you mean I say so? That's facts. I don't know. <laughs> shit. I don't know what shows you're talking about, but Beastars, that's what we're talking about. Haikyuu. I watched Beastars. I just didn't finish it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So 
just with that, I guess that's probably the only dislike I got. Kind of the rush, the rushness or the the rush so feeling. The pacing of the show. Yeah, there we go. That's what I was looking for. So like the pacing of it, probably the only thing I can say I dislike. But as far as like characters, how they were developed, how they were written, who stayed, who didn't stay, who died, who transcended to being a god, pretty much. No, it's cool with it. I'll say another thing I disliked. Um, I kind of dislike how they handled Jet. I feel like Jet could have did a lot more. Uh, I mean, cause... Jet was cool, but I mean, really, though, what else? What else could you have wanted for Jet? I mean, but just to kill him off just like that, I kind of wish he kind of would have done more. He Maybe been on one brainwashed. More yeah, but he and was then... brainwashed. He stopped being brainwashed. Death. Oh, buddy, was cold. I just kind of wish he Bitch had nigga more was to a do. mean dude. <laughs> I still don't remember his name. Bitch nigga was a mean dude. Even if you look it up, bitch nigga's too funny now. I'm not going to say it. So that's his name forever? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think they could have did more with the Earth King. Because it was kind of like the Earth King went on his journey and then he never came back. Wait, what? The Earth King? Oh, he did go on a journey, didn't he? And okay, never came back with his bear. Which is funny because it was just like, it was like his pet. Maybe he didn't want to come bear. Back. It was uh, no, it was a platypus bear. bear. Oh, no. But it was like no, just bear. It's like this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they they did good on the lore. They had good lore. They always checked on um. It was things like that where they made sure to include that. So yeah, I don't have that many dislikes for Avatar. His name is Long. <laughs> Long Fang. There we Long go. Long Fang. There we go. It's so a bitch nigga. You know what I'm saying? I like that part where it's political. Um. I have to say, probably one of my favorite parts, and probably my favorite part of part three, was seeing Azula lose her mind. All right, uh, before I say my favorite part of part three, just imagine if your name was Long. <laughs> Long Fang at that, like, <laughs> that is a porn star name. I don't know why this is so funny to me, but God, okay, all right. My favorite uh, thing in book three was um, a little propaganda show that they did. No, Aang was all like, why are you making me look like a bitch? <laughs> oh, man. Everybody hated their character. I think, like, Katara was definitely Princess Peach, the one that's, you know, kidnapped. Like, oh, Avatar. I do not say that. And then I was like, nah. And, and then they topped this big brute, and she loved it. Nah, it was funny. <laughs> but she couldn't even see it. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It was a certain thing about just watching Azula break down. Cause that was her first time, like, no, like, she couldn't handle the pressure. I was gonna say that was her first time failing, but she didn't fail yet. Well, it, it just felt like everything around her was falling apart. Like, her two friends, because I mean, you had my stand up to her after the whole thing with the, the prison break and Ty Lee at the same time. Like, at that one moment, your two friends, which even if you, you know, even if they stayed with you out of fear, you did have childhood memories with them. So it was just a thing of insecurity all the time. You find out that, you know, like her mom, she actually thought her mom believed she was a monster. And she she, I mean, she couldn't really just help how she was. Yeah. I feel like in that fight between her and Katara, Katara's probably scared shitless. Like if that I mean, water wasn't there. She did have to watch like two gigantic fireballs be blasted at people like constantly. And then like next thing you know, it gets turned to you. You're just like, like oh, shit. Shit. Is there water here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she had, and all she had was like her pouch. I'm I mean, that sure pouch she was wasn't thinking, helping. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure she was thinking about that, just like, oh my god, I 
was like, and then when she saw that, uh, when she saw the what the water under the grape, that was the ultimate get out jail free card. I'm pretty sure she was like, after that, she was just sitting there like, God, my nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would, I would have been, I would have been scared shitless, but like, you think Zuko would have won if there was no like yeah, shenanigans? But the thing I, that, but that's also why I like about it because they kept the psychological part so important because of the fact that Azula was like, you know. Losing her mind, Zuko called it. He was just like, he's like, no, I'll take her by himself. We're supposed to be working together. Like, mm, that bitch going crazy. Take <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this bitch going a little crazy. I can take this. Yeah, yeah it's kind of bad. It took losing her mind for Zuko to stand a chance. <laughs> I mean, that's how talented she was. But it was always because she had such a calm mind, demeanor, and uh, like the invasion mm-hmm. for the eclipse, where you know. They had it to where she could lie about whatever. You know, she was just always so calm. I mean, she has four, she has three benders and a dude, you know, like right in front of her. <laughs> three benders and a dude. <laughs> <laughs> like right in front of her. And like. She didn't care at she, all. And she had no bending. And she was getting away from them. So that was like, damn, Bro, Azula. I, so I, I love her theme song. I never knew charms could be scary. Azula is so underrated. Like she was legit, like ambushed. They couldn't capture her, and after a while, uh, that was funny too. Like I said, they played that blind thing with Toph a lot because I, I was watching that part. Oh, like by the way, I'm rolling my, my eyes. eyes. <laughs> God, dang! Now the one-liner jokes were just yo, the one-liners in this show were nice. But uh, yeah. So when you saw all that breakdown and why it broke down, she, she had the thing where not to mention she was. I don't care what I don't care what nobody says. She, she was still looking good, even crazy. So Did they explain why her fire was blue. I think it was because of like a level of her mastery. No. Oh. Okay, God. I, I mean, no, nah, they actually never explained it, but like her level of mastery and she could do lightning and stuff. So, uh, I wish they would have had more firebenders of that caliber. What I can do, lightning. Because it was only what Iroh, Azula, and Ozai. Ozai, yeah. Um, Zuko can redirect it, but he can't channel it. Yeah, All he, he do can, is redirect. He can't do it himself. But um, um, but I think they. I like that because it's a rare technique. I mean, I mean, it's cool, but I don't know. Because uh, I think because think about this, every single bender has to have that one thing that like is rare. Like there's metal bending. There's well, I mean that was because Toph made that. I mean, the old blood lady bending made blood was, bending. I mean, was that a, was that a water bending technique, or did you have to be a certain level of water bender for that? You had to be a certain level of water bender for that. Okay, no mind. Um, no, no, the bloodline thing came in where with Korra, where they could blood bend without the full moon. Yeah, um, I think the only element that didn't have like a subcategory was air, but air is kind of broken by itself. That's true. You can make typhoons. You can make. You I mean, can you can take the air out of someone's lungs. That's true, yeah. I ain't almost something. Like that happened somebody. in Korra. Yeah, that shit happened in Korra. Um, old boy killed the Earth Queen by doing that, taking the air out of her lungs. Oh. Was well, I surprised uh, they showed that in the kids' show? But I, I mean, they he almost suffocated Korra. This is true. So yeah, if it wasn't for all those airbenders coming through at the last second, but um, Jesus, man, these powers were real. We'd be screwed. I mean, those powers were real in that show, and a whole lot of people were screwed. <laughs> I mean, they didn't they didn't hold back with what they talked about the destruction of that the Fire Nation caused. And I mean, the Fire Nation legit was about to burn all the Earth Kingdom. They was. I mean, and I can't lie, like that's the part that's what made the animation so cool. Because when I was watching that, and Ozai, you had the uh, fire thing, and you just saw it, like start as that flicker, 
and then it just boosh. I was like, now the one we did it to Aang like point blank. I was like, holy shit, Aang, please don't die. I was I was actually kind of mad at that. I was like, how is this rock holding up? Like that shit. I was, well, it broke eventually. I was like, that it gotta be. And then they showed him sweating. I was like, I was like <laughs> he's like, fuck, 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 fuck. I, I mean, man. I mean, would you be scared in that moment? Duh, I'm twelve. It's like, it's like I'm talking about like current you right now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've only been bending all these elements in a couple months. Like, like, it's probably like maybe two. Yeah. So you man, like that a pebble? Was, oh, man, that was so that was that was cool. I think that's the main thing that saved book three though. Really? Because it's like the, the highlights to me for book three are the prison break. Mm-hmm. Um. Katara facing her mother's killer, and Zuko being accepted by the group. The yeah, fire dra- the dragon, the dragon thing. The dragon thing. Zuko being accepted. All the Zuko adventures. Not all the prison of them. break. I enjoyed all of them a lot. Uh, well, the only three. No, it was only actually three. Yeah. Didn't really care about the school thing. That was cool or whatever. Uh, I thought it was a nice little like break. Yeah, the, the first couple episodes of book three where Aang was just being so unreasonable. Um, let's see, the propaganda episode still thinks one of the best episodes. And then yeah, the finale. Whatever. Yeah, that was whatever to me. But uh, I, I don't know. It's, it just feels like that fight between Aang and Ozai just kind of, it, it feels like solidified in time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that I think is one of the greatest things Nickelodeon has ever done. But it was, it, they really did have to pull some plot armor bullshit to make sure I ain't, like. Really, though? It just seemed, like, so random. Like, what what, what would a sea lion turtle even care to show up in front of Aang at that point for? <laughs> and then somehow this gigantic fucking monster is the one thing that's, like, we knew how to do chi evaluation to block bending for years and. But my but thing is though, like the only spirit thing world helped. has always been there. So spirit. Bending, I mean, the only thing that made me cool with it was the fact that they said they were there before the Avatar existed. I was like, "All right, you pretty much nature." I'm yeah, with but it. Mike, with the spirit world being a thing, I mean, spirit bending. But those is possible. those those weren't spirits. Sea lion turtles were just old. Wait, a minute, I said spirit bending. It's called energy bending. Sorry. Yeah. So I mean, it it just felt weird, like you know. It, like the timing of it, I was just like, I was like, they really did not want to let Aang just have to kill people. I mean, it just, he, it's he just, won, this is that thing where it's just like plot convenience, pretty not plot oh, like plot armor, but plot convenience. It was just kind of like, just kind of like you know, like you randomly in the Earth Kingdom and you're having this big emotional breakdown thing of like, I don't want to break, I don't want to break my traditions. And it's like, I mean, I can't blame him. He's twelve years old, doesn't want to kill people understandable but then you know i do like how all the avatars were just kind of like like no look. you need to kill him yeah it was just like look nigga you gotta be you gotta bring balance all right, right. sometimes balance you gotta eliminate the other <laughs> but i don't see it as plot convenience because the outcome was gonna happen regardless of that happened if energy bending wasn't a thing the same outcome would have happened ozawa would have got locked up and i don't think he's gonna get out hmm. It's, it's just like just for me, this is the one thing that never fully set right. Like I don't actually have a huge issue with it. It's just the thing that never really set right with me the whole time. So I was just like, man. I mean, I guess if they didn't want to have him kill people. It's whatever. But um, did you want him to kill Ozai? I mean, didn't you? No, Ozai was a cold bastard. 
But I but remember I enjoy villains more than you do. Oh yeah. So I, I enjoy I, good villains. I don't give a fuck about those guys. But um, <laughs> here's a question: What did you think about Roku's backstory? <sighs> it was that part hit. It hit cause like that's your best friend leaving you for dead. That's someone you grew up with, pretty much. And it was cool because you saw like Ozai really take the stand, and I guess that's why maybe because you saw Ozai be like on some real Avatar shit. Mm-hmm. Where he told him, he was just like, "Look, get rid of this plan." Because what was because what was it? Old buddy just wanted to increase the size of the Fire Nation. Yeah, and you know, Ozai was. I mean, Roku was like, "Look, we have balance. Chill out. Calm down." Sozin, that was his name. Uh, Fire Lord Sozin. Yeah, you know, he wanted to increase. He was like, "Oh, like like Roku, if you work with me, we can take this part of Earth's kingdom." Roku's like, "Sozin, you talking about breaking the balance?" Yeah. Nigga, I'm the Avatar. <laughs> I mean, like, with Sozin, like, looking down at Roku, and he's like, if I leave him, I can do my plans. So I was like, it's just, and it's just so cold, man. That was just like, and then he then he went through, and that's what led to genocide of the airbenders, which I ain't gonna lie. Did you, did you not have an issue with that? What? And, like, it just felt like, should the airbenders have really just been, like, mass murdered like that? Like, you would have thought they would have had a better... They would have put up a fight. Well, this is the issue. All of them are pacifists. They don't really do kill shot techniques. And then they thought, like, no one else could reach them. Because technically, I think Aang said it, no one can reach them except if you're on a flying bison. So they don't even have any defenses. They're peaceful people. So there's no really reason to, I guess, militarize themselves. So when the Fire Nation came up, yeah, they got powerful bending. Because air bending, I think, is the most powerful out of all the bendings. They yeah. still imposed. It probably was a surprise attack too. They wasn't prepared for it. They got numbers probably. It was a GG. Yeah, plus probably not nothing. Lost their virginity. <laughs> they <laughs> might not. Nah, I think I read it. They split. Um, two air temples had men. The other two had females. Gay. But uh, <laughs> I think I uh, I do like how they had the air temple thing. Where, you know, they they sent others to other air temples to kind of learn different values. Plus, I feel like they didn't do that, then they would have to call the show Avatar. Which I'd kind of be cool with, but Avatar, oh, the last airbender, yeah, would I be just... say, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Like, they can't call it the last airbender if there's other airbenders. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, so I don't know. That, like, the thing with Roku, it was just, it, it just hurt, man. Because you see him as, as the guy who's having so much fun. Because his whole journey was fun. It was a lot of fun, you know. He's he's rolling around with Sozin, that's his friend. Then they come up to him, it's like Roku, you are the Avatar, and then he's just like, what? And then as you know, he goes through the training. Years go by. He comes back. He sees Sozin. Him and Sozin are best best friends again. So they have those years of best friend. Roku gets him a lady. You know what I'm saying? They meet up again. He's like, Roku, Sozin, how's it going? smashing my wife what about you been doing the same homie <laughs> I don't think that's the first thing they <laughs> talked about but. and then you know but then at the end of it it's just like like you know greed really got to him mm-hmm. and then and, greed, and then that's pride. how yeah and that's how special that friendship was he like Sosan gave away the most like the memorable thing for a fire lord and you know it's like damn like and then your homie and then they worked together for that fight, for that exactly. That's then it got me. Like they was a true team. Cause like, it was just, and they both had dragons. I can't lie. That's also why I want to be a firebender, bro. You know you me, bro. You know me, bro. <laughs> like, your boy loves some some dragons, and them dragons in Avatar were so cool. 
Yeah, what's it like? The water benders they have like what fish? Because um, about koi's. Uh, right. Earth benders have the little big mold. Big ass raccoon and squirrel. And what things. did the um, air benders have? Bison. Bison. Oh yeah, the bison. Bro, you, that's fucked up, bro. You had that whole emotional moment with Appa being stolen, and yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Those those episodes with Appa, where you saw what he had to go through. That is true. That shit. Oh. I, I can't. I can't picture like Appa teaching someone airbending though. <laughs> well, it's not that they teach them; they just watch and learn. Like Toph, she didn't get taught; she just paid attention, and then just mimicked it. So that was that was the cool thing about it. But yeah, um, just just the fact that like you know they were working together, and you saw the friendship rekindle. Because I think after you know Roku, you know, completely bitch Sozin, they didn't talk for like a decade or two decades. I think it was two decades. I think yeah. it was much older. At yeah, that, that, that is true. That was, that was like the 60s. So, you know, like, all this stuff, and then just at the end of it, it's like, cause it felt like the friendship rekindling, and then it was like, boom. Gets hit with toxic fumes, and then Sozin's just like, I don't want to do this to you, buddy, but I am going to do this to you. I got you. plans. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? You I were cop blocking me. <laughs> and, you know, you were cop blocking me on making sure the nation was bigger. Mm, suck for you. <laughs> like, it's just it, it's just so cold, man. Like, damn, that well, was the, messed up. Our nation is just cold in general. Because I think... Which um, is ironic. <laughs> Ozai, he killed his father, I think, or set up his father to get killed to take over. I mean, he was ready to kill his son. Yeah. I mean, even the fact that Zulan told him to kill his son. Like I understand. Actually, I think that was pretty nice. That, that, oh, that's that what I was trying to say earlier. Like there was a confrontation. He had to kill Zuko. And he was just, just gonna do it. Like not a care in the world. That's why I think he didn't love Zuko. His mom loved him. But I don't think he personally. Well, at that Zuko. point, Zuko lost favor with him. So hmm. at that point, he was probably like, "Well," and not to mention, Zuko did just embarrass him in front of his father. So he, he I mean, it's not like Zuko was in his highest place at that point. This is true. So yeah, is that I still I still would not have gone through and burning my son's face for that whole thing. Hey man, think about this. That's if he's, that didn't he's happen, about you ain't want this man to die. Like get the fuck out of here. Like, I like a good villain. Damn, boy, that was so mean, bro. That what man do you was mean? evil. But that's the point of a good villain. And I'm glad he didn't die because he got to pay for his sins. Yeah, what you mean? He got to pay for his sins? He stayed in jail. Life in prison. That's. Way worse than death. Hey, look, Azula went crazy out there just talking to herself. He definitely was feeling all right the whole time in prison. So, um, going back to the comics real quick, the one time he finally broke was when Zuko's mom actually confronted him in the prison, and she basically said, "Like, you're powerless. You can't do anything anymore." And then stormed out, and that was the first time he actually felt powerless. Huh? What peed on? Uh, how was she peed on? Like, just, just she could have hosted a leg up. <laughs> this, this, wow I don't think it shoots like that man. Hey, If I was Zuko I would have peed on I would have found any type of way To disrespect this man I would have been disrespecting oh the fuck out of him <laughs> I mean like bro you burn my face You try to kill me Then you just sit there and want me to come back Kumbaya we all cool Like Nah I would I would have definitely insulted him oh I, I would have hit him with them swords too Like when Zuko when he said that When Zuko confronted him during the eclipse Ozai was like well come on I'm powerless. You have your swords. I'm in the reach of your blades. I mean, I would have just been like, that's a good point, Pops. I think he would have fucked Zuko up still, though. Damn. 
Zuko should have put the muscle on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, man. Like, I mean, Ozai probably would have just caught him, just like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you right, you right, you right, you right, you right. Damn, Zuko, you Zuko smarter than I give him credit for. Oh uh, man, but to end things off, I want to ask you about the new um, remake or spinoff that they're doing. I have no Netflix. idea about it. Um, from what I know, it's gonna be live action, and the original people who created Avatar Boom. are behind the projects. Like, what's his name? Um, Michael Darantino and Boom. Brian. I'm not even gonna pronounce his last name. It starts with a K. Um, they're returning, so I actually have some hope that they can bring back that magic. All right, I'll give a very simple answer. Boo. Okay, but why are you saying boo though? I'm sorry. Like, it's it's kind of like like with this thing. Like some things are just live action. Certain things should just stick to animation. Like with Avatar, the thing that kind of made it so special was the fact that it was animated in a way in in a way that was so different than what you saw with everything else, the way it was animated. Like, the closest thing for me, American animation-based, before Castlevania, would have been Young Justice. I agree. Why well, is not? Um, the Justice League show. Justice League, yeah, Justice, Justice League, League spinoff. Oh, no, yeah. spinoff. Um, Unlimited, sorry. Maybe. But it definitely <laughs> was not on the same level as that. I'm talking about, like, that, that got to, like, Avatar level. Because Young Justice has some very good choreography in it. True. So with like that type of thing, I was. I, it's just like some things you just want un like like under that undefiled, one yeah, and not defiled. And Avatar was already defiled by the movie. Well, this is why I have a little bit of faith for them. Since like they're bringing back a lot of the old people from Avatar, that's a good sign. I think this could be a chance to finally remove the stain that is M Night Shyamalan's Avatar. Because we all know that's a terrible movie. So I feel like this could finally well, write that I wrong. I think the thing of it was like, it, so much of it was like, I won't say whitewashed, but so much of it was trying to be too realistic and not sticking to some of the imagination of it. Like the fact that Firebenders couldn't Firebend without fire, it's kind of dumb. I still remember so it was, it was one like scene. They, they, re, they remodeled everything just for no reason. Bro, there was one scene where they these Earthbenders did a whole entire like choreography thing just to move one rock. I was like, what is this? Yeah, that was so dumb. So, like, I was like, I respect M. Night Shyamalan for his past movies that he did, but he ruined Avatar for me. Yeah, but, um, most definitely, I would just say for it, I'm, I mean, I, I won't have, I won't have expectations. I'll say that. So, if you go in with no expectations, if it's decent, it'll be good. If you go in with expectations, just because the original people are there, you'll be having like hopes they don't meet the hopes and then now it's ruined for you so if you don't have expectations for it it might help it be better i just don't really see it going that well i mean i just uh, hope that like they do to avatar what dave filoni did to star wars i just hope that they can just re- re- uh, live action animated who cares i just want them to just well, star wars magic. was mainly off of actual like the only real effects was lightning you know lightsabers too but, you know, so for that, it's just kind of like, and then if you go back to, like, 1970s, some of that acting was, well, 1970s era, it was decent. But, like, yeah. if you look at it now, you just kind of like, oh, like power, they fall like Power Rangers. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's just that, that thing where it's not that much you have to add into it, but if you want somebody to, to move a whole ocean, that might look weird. Or yeah, they got to, you know, make an inferno from their fist, and they got to do all these mo- motions and stuff. 
Like it might look weird. So I mean, like why. I'm not gonna have my expectations super high, but I want to have faith that they can pull this off and like give me hope that like live action anime adaptations can't happen. Listen, if y'all can't do better than Korra, y'all are gonna get dragged. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, last thing though, do you consider Avatar an anime? Because that's, that's some reason is the debate. Some people say it's not. Some people say it is. Well, they. I'm in the camp that say it is. Anime is just animation. We use the term anime because it comes from a different country to kind of cut off what is a cartoon here and what's a cartoon from somewhere else. So, I mean, on the base level of it's animated, then yeah, it's anime. But I if mean, you talk about something, it's not an, an it's it's not imported anime. There we go. I'll say, because for me, anime is it's honestly, domestic um, anime. Because me, anime is just a Japanese art style. That's all it is to me. So it has that art style. So to me, it is anime. Any show that has a more that Japanese art style to me is anime. Yeah, I mean, it's not that it's Japanese art style. I mean, Boondocks was inspired by certain art styles in anime, but you're not gonna call it an anime. I consider it an anime. It's animation. I consider it an anime. It's it's all, all of it is animation. Like Castlevania. It's, I mean, it's just good animation. It's like, what is animated good? Some of them old Disney movies, they're animated good. You're not going to call them animes, but they're nice animated. But I don't know, to me, I just think there just is a difference. To me, it's just the type of art that's style That's what I'm saying. Use. It's just the term. The term, like I said, pretty much is imported cartoons. You have a term for the imported cartoons from another place. So it's still a cartoon. If you go over there, you ask, hey, what do you think of, what do you think this as a term is? It's like, oh. The anime is just cartoons. Cartoons and comic books. Like how they call it manga. Mm-hmm. That's just because how they call comic books. They don't have the word comic books. They just say manga. So, you know, it's like you have the term from there. You know? So, like, Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg is German. Pretty much German for ambush. For a raid. But it's still a raid at the end of the day. I guess that's true. It's just, it's just like, what term do you care to use? That's why I always thought the... That's why, like, if you want to just completely say anime, as in Japanese cartoon, then no, it's not an anime. It's an American-based cartoon. If you want to say anime as animation, whether it's all cartoons, then yeah, it's anime. Yeah, I guess for some reason I've just always separate them. Like I, I never, I never cared. I didn't even realize that was a debate until like a couple years ago. Oh really? Yeah. I, I, then I was like, this is probably one of the dumbest ass things ever. Because I mean, if it's an American cartoon, then Danny Phantom's anime. But teenage robot is anime. But everybody has a different viewpoint. Like you just and me have two different viewpoints. Yeah, but I mean, just because it's animated better than most things you see doesn't change the fact that it's still an American-based cartoon. Yeah, I just kind of I don't know. I just always say that it's just an American anime. That's just how this means. It's the style. Which is we call a cartoon. That's it. Yeah, but I consider other things cartoons. Well, I mean, I'm, it's like I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm not really. I think we're, you're, we're in this, the same bubble. It's like just, I'm just kind of just trying to put like you know why some people say it. It's just like the term we all know is to say like oh anime. You're talking about the Japanese cartoons, but if you're talking about something already in America, you're just going to say oh yeah, it's a cartoon. Like Castlevania, I wouldn't say yeah, it's an American anime. I would just say oh Castlevania is a cartoon show. It's just animated really nicely. I can't call Castlevania a cartoon. It's not a cartoon. <laughs> it's no, not I, mean, a... <laughs> I mean, Simpsons is a cartoon. Family Guy is a cartoon. I don't. It's an animated. It's an animated TV show. 
But that's because something's animated doesn't make it a cartoon. Yeah, I mean, that's all a cartoon really is, though. It's an animated show. Yeah, but it's an animated like show. Like I said, it's, a ter- it's, it's terminology. It's just what do you feel comfortable... What term do you feel comfortable using? Yeah, I, so, I agree. I, in, all, in the realm of it, like how you can say all this is television. So it's just like, where do you break it down at? Where do you draw your lines okay. on genres and stuff like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's going to ask you, like, oh, do you think Avatar is a comedy? I was like, not fully. But do you think it's a comedy? Like, it has comedy oh, in it. Man. So oh. it's just, you know, it's just the bullshit of where people always want to line things out. Yeah, but I guess, like, whether you think it's a cartoon, whether you think it's an anime, whatever you think it is, we all can agree that Avatar is one of the best shows ever put on the screen. It's one of the shows that can probably stand the test of time. I can see like my future kids watching the show, grandkids watching the show, great grandkids watching the show. It could be something that can that will last. Uh, anything thoughts on Avatar? Uh, good show, good cast, good character development. Uh, nice ladies, Zula, mm-hmm. best girl. Uh, Tylee. Uh, Tylee is a good side bitch. Um, Azula is just that crazy bitch. I, I, I don't understand. Azula, that girl <laughs> that gets you on child support and then beats your ass. Um, At least with Tylee, it'd be fun. <laughs> great fights, great choreography. Obviously, I mean, like I said, Ozai versus Aang. I mean, that test that that test the time. Yeah. So also, I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of wish like we had a real life Avatar. We need someone to bring balance to the world. Uh, nah, but um, <laughs> so. <laughs> But I mean, like I said, Avatar decent show. If you haven't watched it yet, which if you made it to the end of this episode, uh, you're weird. But be I mean, sure to go watch it. If there's some things you just don't rem- remember, and we kind of re-spark that interest in watching it again, definitely go watch it again. It's it's still a fun watch, even as an as a grown ass man. It is like if you have never seen the show and you did make it to the end. Our words won't give the show true justice. You need to experience I mean, it with your own did, eyes. Mine's gave good justice. Um, <laughs> our words don't give it justice. You need to actually experience it for yourself because it is a spiritual journey, and you will enjoy every second of it. Yeah, and also, like uh, like we always say, if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell to see anytime we post. We are going to be doing more individual content i mean curtis has already started on a lot of it i'm very much far behind the carter five Shut black up. hero but uh, made. you know <laughs> definitely be sure to check out some of our other content that also we'll comment what element you guys would bend i'm actually kind of curious to know what elements y'all would bend and why but more importantly comment if you would want us to talk about cora uh, i haven't watched the last season me neither but i do know pretty much how it ends Same. uh so if you want us to do an episode on cora because I, I mean i think cora gets a little bit too much hate like, is it as good as Avatar? No, but was it complete utter garbage trash? Yeah, I mean, aside from that last little lesbian thing, some people thing, consider like Avatar light or diet Avatar. It's just, I mean, it kind of is, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like it's like garbage Avatar. This is true. <laughs> I mean, Gora has some good ass. I mean, some too. people think it's garbage. I remember I saw a video where a guy explained why he thinks it's garbage for like a whole hour. Yeah, but that's that's people who always had their biases on stuff. But um, most definitely, if you want us to talk about Cora, do an episode on Cora, definitely do that. It must it'll definitely be shorter than this. But, because <laughs> um, Cora didn't last that long either. But yeah, uh, leave leave that in the comments if you want an episode on Cora or not. Just if you want to hear us bash it. I mean, I won't really bash it. I'll give it I'll, I'll try my best. <laughs> I'll, get season, I'll get season one as props. Yeah, or if you just want us to talk about it, just to see if we can find something good to, to say about it. 
But um, aside from that, be, be sure to also check us out on like Spotify, streaming networks, Anchor, whatever places go out from there. Don't really know all of them. We'll have them linked in the description though. And just want to say, oh, I can't say my usual. We ain't talking about anime. Oh no, I consider Avatar anime, so I can say it. Remember, everyone, surpass your limits, and plus ultra. Also, since we're dealing with a whole lot of protest and a whole lot of COVID still, uh, be sure to wash and cover your ass. And please be safe. And if you get shot by the police, then uh, put that shit down. Peace.